After recording the episode you're about to hear, we received this statement from the TT organisers. It is with a deep sense of sorrow that the Isle of Man TT racers can announce the loss of Roger and Bradley Stockton following an accident on the final lap of the second sidecar race of the 2022 Isle of Man TT races. Roger and Bradley were father and son and driver and passenger respectively. Aged 56, today marked Roger's 20th race start in his 11th TT appearance. Bradley, aged 21, was competing in his second race at his first TT. We extend our deepest sympathy to their families, loved ones and friends. Hello everybody and welcome to TT Daily episode 13. As ever, I am joined by the wonderfully beautiful Steve Plater. Hi Steve. <laughs> Can we just say we are social distancing still? That, was, that wasn't a direct kiss on the cheek. <laughs> Listen, there's no pandemic between you and I. <laughs> I think my heart just fluttered a little bit. <laughs> anyway, Steve wasn't the day we were hoping for. We were hoping for a jam-packed schedule of racing. Unfortunately, there was a red flag incident on that sidecar race, and then the weather put pay to um, the senior that was going to be four laps. I was expecting the, the wind to actually stop play, but it, it, it did um, it did start raining down here in Douglas, so unfortunately, we didn't see any action from the, from the senior, but the action we did see was the second race of the Monster Super Sport race, and these are the highlights. goes on the shoulder, the left-hand shoulder of John McGuinness, the right-hand of Mark Pendlebury, and away we go now, John away now. Absolutely stunning start from John, and here's a man I think, he wants his name on this trophy, Dean Harrison on the number two, Dow Kawasaki, the blue, white and green machine, away Dean goes. Front wheel just lift in the air as he left. These windy conditions, they're, they're going to play quite a big part here in this two-lap race. It is, especially on the first lap, when you don't exactly know what to expect. The second lap could also... You, <laughs> might know what you're going to expect and then it changes up on you so from the, the, the veterans are going to know from start to finish you're just going to want to uh, give yourself a little bit of room for error but uh, once their head's down and, and the tires are warmed up and the fuel starts going off a little bit you know they're going to go as fast as they can let's be fair. Dunlop then in Glen Helen was 15 hundredths of a second up on Peter Hickman. Dean Harrison 1.9 down in third. Peter Hickman is still in touch with Michael Dunlop. Yeah, 0.455, that's nothing. That is just a little breath. That is that is absolutely nothing. We've seen it in the Super Trim race of the day where it went from half a second to 0.8 per second to Dunlop lead six from 10. There's Hickey, the gap is 0, 0 0.576. That's come down a little bit, so Hickman's on the run. Here he is, number two, Dean Harrison. He comes past us here and he will set us going. Dean Harrison, 125.4 miles per hour on that one. Uh, standing start lap of 18 minutes, two seconds, point nine eight five. Yeah, that's a pretty good opener there as Hickman is also through as well. Hickman is half a second still. Davey Todd's going to do two in one. Davey Todd into Bella Crane has just made two passes in one. Past John McGuinness and past Ian Hutchinson. 
man, that was awesome. That, that's like one of the harder breaking sections of, of the whole track, and he, he used his short uh, circuit experience to zap two, two really good legends there. Michael Dunlop then is now 1.3 seconds up on Peter Hickman. So from Glen Helen to Balap, he's actually made up half a second as Peter Hickman. So this race is back on again, Mark Miller. Here he comes now. He'll flash through the sector, and the gap is 2.7. Michael Dunlop then has increased his advantage. Uh, here's Dean Harrison. He comes across the line. It looks like Dean's got third. It looks like he's got third. Still no sign. It's looking like this is going to be the win for Dunlop. Here's Peter Hickman. He crosses the line, and Hickman does take second. It is Michael Dunlop, your winner of the Monster Energy Supersport TT Race 2. What a cracking race, yeah. in all fairness. Yeah, I mean, we knew Michael Dunlop was going to be the favourite or coming out all guns blazing. Uh, two laps, no pit stop, mm -hmm. so just a dash for cash, shall we say. Um, cracking race, you know, um, surprisingly, Hickey was on the ball on a super sport, which mm -hmm. is not like him, really, uh, from the word go. So he was taking it to Michael. But, uh, yeah, I spoke to Michael afterwards, actually, and he... Uh, it was getting a little bit fed up with the hickey hype, so he really wanted to take it and uh, show him who's boss on the super he, spot. He shoved that hickey hype right up his, um, well, proverbial backside. He rubbed his nose in it, let's say. <laughs> That's a little bit kinder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no there's no bad feeling between the two. No. However, you know, he, uh, he, he kind of, for me, he proved that Pete Hickman can be beaten. Yeah, and I think he was, he was always going to struggle on that, that, that triumph, Pete. Slightly smaller bike. He is a big bike rider. But he came up on the stage. We interviewed him. And then heading back up Park Ferme, he looked at me and he was like, I'm, I'm proper good. I, I, I could have won that. So he he really was, you know, ready for a win on that on that uh, triumph. But, yeah, Michael just looked absolutely sensational on that. You know, as obviously, Super as sport. we spoke about yesterday, um, subconsciously, without saying it, Pete would have been looking at five wins. You Absolutely, know, I would be. Anybody mm -hmm. would be, or it'd be it would be uh, bouncing around in the back of his head. But anyway, apart from those, you know, um, there were some other good runners, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, in in the class, uh, Jamie Coward again. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Fifth place yeah. and flipping it. Considering, you know, I know we keep mentioning him, but the boy deserves credit. He's not. A f he's not a full time rider. You look at the guys he's beating. Some of them are full time riders. Unfortunately, Lee Johnson, who we were expecting to be up there, he pulled in pit lane, still struggling with his eyes. Is that? Did you, I yeah. saw him pull off. I was yep. just doing my fly pass on the end of pit lane, mm -hmm. and just as I finished, he, I saw him pull off, and I, I wanted to run over and see, but I lost time in the end. Well, you might have seen him, but he didn't see you. Really? Yeah, his eyes were that bad. He said he had to pull in stop. Oh. Pulled himself out of the senior as well. Oh, yeah. Flipping out. Or well, he, he had done, but obviously now the the everything's changed. Maybe we'll, we will see him in the senior tomorrow. I don't know. Hey, wise man. Wise man. If it's not right, then you shouldn't be. Which just, a, yeah, which just shows line. you how much respect these guys have got for yeah. it. Because if that was Donington Park or Alton Park, he'd, he'd fight through it. It's 30 laps or whatever, 25-minute race. He'd probably go through it. But when it's a as, as demanding course as the TT course, you know, he's, he did the right thing. Now, of course, you know, for the viewers, if they haven't seen it on the TT Plus channel, the conditions today weren't ideal. Very, very windy. 
Dean Harrison said after the race, you know, he finished third. He said after the race, it was actually okay. Mm-hmm. A little bit blustery, but it was actually okay. However, the wind was getting stronger as the day, as that race finished and the day went on. Yeah, so if, if the rain hadn't put play to it, the wind potentially might have. But here's a question, Steve. At what point does someone make a decision that the wind is too bad? Because it, it must be difficult because it's it's gusty rather than the the, the best thing you know w- obviously within within the paddock the part firme all the teams all the riders mm-hmm. they have a big WhatsApp group where they can contact the clerk of the course Gary Thompson that's stuck up in you in know the control, control tower so they can put their points across and give them a good idea of their feedback. He's also got feedback from all the travelling marshals yeah, course, and yeah. people like Milky Coelho will go out and do a lap just to check things over and see what the situation. See what the situation is like all the way around the course because obviously you're going from sea level up to 1500 feet, so there's a massive difference over the mountain section. So, Steve, before we talk about that senior that potentially might be taking place, depending on when people are listening to this today, let's head back to the podium, to the fan park, and catch up with the top three riders Dean Harrison, Peter Hickman, and of course the winner, Michael Dunlop. Michael, is that nine times Super Sport winner now? Or eight? You don't care, do you? You just won, and that's all that matters. I don't know. It's I something like that. I think it's the uh, most successful 600 rider around here. So yeah, it was good. Uh, race was good, and uh, I enjoyed it. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> How were the conditions for you though? Yeah, it was a wee bit windy up the mountain. Um, it, as Dean said, he thought it was wet in areas. I think we all thought it was maybe a bit wetter than probably. They had wet flat, but it wasn't as bad as it, especially the areas I thought they were going to be. Ramsey Herpin seems to have had a damp spot on it all week for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's coming out of the out of the road itself, uh, but yeah, it was grand. It was just windy, and um, we just had to ride hard. Uh, Pete was obviously riding; he's been riding well all week, so uh, I knew the pressure was going to be on. So after that first lap, did you know that you had to press on a little bit more because the gap was really tight? Aye, right there, was, there, was, there was nothing in it, and I knew Dean wouldn't have been far. I knew it was going to be probably uh, the three of us were going to go at it, so. Uh, it was just hard. I get the first lap with no. I caught James quite quite early, and then uh, Lee was pulled out a bit, and I just lost a wee hair of a fraction. I knew I was going to have to up my game for the second lap. So, yeah, uh, it was good uh, to get another one. Obviously, the disappointment on on Wednesday. So, that's uh, one more in the bank. Nice one. And then we look forward to the senior. Yeah, we've made a drastic change to the bike. Uh, we've had issues with it all week, so hopefully we thought we were going to get a warm-up lap this morning, but obviously it didn't happen. So we're going out a wee bit with our eyes closed, but we'll definitely give it 110%. Well, hopefully you'll take a lot of confidence from this one. Lads, obviously you've got that senior race, so I'm going to let you shoot. Everybody give it up for Dean Harrison in third, Peter Higman in second, and your winner and the most successful super sport rider around this place, Michael Dunlop. Thank you. Thanks. So there we have it from the boys. Michael was... As, ha- as happy as Michael Dunlop can be on, on a podium. <laughs> he was um, he was very happy when I saw the TV interview. Less so, uh, it might be me. He might, <laughs> just not, he might just not like talking <laughs> to me. <laughs> Maybe you're me. not the apple of his eye. Maybe not, but I like him. I think he's he's an amazing rider with, with sensational skills. Talking of sensational skills, what a segue this was. Um, during the race, I don't know if you saw it, but I was out on the grandstand and someone actually mentioned it on Mike's radio that there was a, a young woman, I think, called Carol who comes here every year on senior day to uh, sign the Mike's radio commentary for for um, for deaf people. And um, yeah, we saw it on the Instagram it was um, and Twitter. 
Yeah, bang on. I've seen it before, actually. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Impressive, you know, flipping neck. She's got a lot to get through in a short space of time. A massive amount, yeah. yeah. But I suppose it makes it even better now that these people can actually watch the the footage on the screen and then get updated via her. Exactly. Fabulous. It's great, Yeah, yeah. brilliant. No, fair play. Let's move on to that sidecar race. Obviously, red flag incident. Uh, We're still waiting on news for that. But it was declared a race, and Tom and Ben Birchall ended up taking their 12th TT win. Yeah, I spoke to him just afterwards uh, when they returned back to the paddock and I said, you know, I said, how was it? He said, no, pretty good in all fairness because they set off and there's probably roughly five different places on the course that had damp patches. Um, so they really, lap one, um, they were getting pushed, mm-hmm. you know, however, oh, yeah. they were feeling their way around, you know, because they were leaders on the road as well as leaders of the race. Yeah. So feeling their way around to find the damp patches and stuff. And uh, so it was doing a good job and without doubt they'd have... Um, They'd have uh, put another cartridge in the double barrel shotgun on the second lap and pushed on really hard. Oh, big time! Yeah, I yeah. think they were they they were ready yeah. to push that and take it to that new no, level exactly. if, they, if they needed to. I think, but yeah, ultimately they didn't. And then obviously, the senior didn't go ahead. It was a shortened to to four laps, but potentially, as it stands now, like we've said at the start, six o'clock in the evening on Friday. Potentially, when people are listening to this, they'll know whether there is going to be a senior tomorrow. And if there is, it could be run over potentially full distance if we've got marshals and staff and everything. Yeah, the plan the plan is, obviously, it's all around having marshal cover yeah. around the whole course, which is over 600 marshals, as, as we mentioned before. So it's a lot of people. And some of those guys, unfortunately, have booked to go home already, you know, mm-hmm. pre-planning. And some of those have had bookings for the last two years, of course, with the pandemic and problems. Um, however... Um, across all social media platforms they've been out they're out begging for people to get signed up to Marshall and on top to help out so hopefully and this has happened in the past we'll have enough coverage tomorrow to run a six lap race now nothing's been confirmed you know of course they'll do their very best to run the race as early as possible in the day so I think last time it was about um, mid-morning ish Um, so that people are booked on the ferry to go home you see so that they can get the senior race Full distance, yep. if possible, Pack up. and then the guys can then get packed up and, and get on the ferries y- to go home. Yeah, I don't know if you saw this, but um, Glenn's brothers, Andrew and um, Graham, both signed up to be marshals for tomorrow. So everyone's pulling together. I think the Birchals even said they'd be willing to um, to go through the quick bit of training that they need to to make sure that they're safe out there and they can go marshal. So, yeah, fingers crossed we will see a senior and we'll, uh, we'll get TT 2022 done and dusted with a, a nice, clean, safe, exciting race. Yeah, and hopefully the weather will be a little bit calmer tomorrow so the boys will be happier riding around. Just like your attitude today, Steve. Too easy, eh? Too easy. See you tomorrow? Tip top. See you in the morning.